Sunday before Lent. And the Holy Month of the Church has given us a gospel today, kind of preparing us for this time of penance which is at hand. And in the gospel today, our Lord tells us that He is going to suffer. He says that the Son of Man shall be delivered to the Gentiles, shall be mocked, scourged, and spat upon. And after they have scourged him, they will put him to death. And if there ever was a good cause for the suffering that we do during that, or the penances that we do during that, this is it. To realize that our Lord didn't have to come down to earth. He could have stayed up in heaven. But no, He chose to come to earth. And He chose to suffer. He chose to suffer for us. And all he asks in return is that we do a little penance. And how can we say no? How can we not do penance for him who died for us? And so, Holy Mother of the Church exhorts us today to meditate on the passion of our Savior. Indeed, it's expedient to always meditate on the passion of our Lord. That is why Every room in a Catholic home should have a crucifix. That is why you have a crucifix on the end of your rosaries. That is why we have crucifix in classrooms. Because we should always have the sufferings of our Savior in front of us. We should always be meditating on the sufferings of our Savior. The cross should be the center of our faith. The only reason why we have a chance at heaven is because of the sufferings of our Savior. The more we contemplate His passion, the better chance of obtaining heaven we will have. The reason why is because in the first place, if we, the person who frequently meditates on the passion of our Lord will never voluntarily sin. If you frequently meditate on the passion of our Lord, you will never voluntarily see. Because you will realize what your sins do to our Lord. How can you continue to sin when you know that it's because of your sins of pride that push those thorns of the thorn crown into his head? Or how can you continue to have impure pleasures when you see his lacerated body? scourge until he had no flesh at all? Or how can you take those nails of covetousness and injustice and run them into his hands as he lay on the cross? Can you echo false accusations when you hear the crowd echoing false accusations at him? How can you criticize when you see what criticism does? Or can you sit on the judgment seat of Pilate by your sins of presumption, and wash your hands as you can get into death. The Son of Man shall be delivered to the Gentiles and shall be mocked, and scourged, and spat upon. Spat upon. That is what we do when we commit sins. We spit 
in the face of our Savior who suffers for our sins. And as we continue to meditate on the passions of our Savior and of our Redeemer, not only are we moved to never voluntarily sin, but we are also incited to practice the virtues that He teaches us. Because after all, He suffered very greatly on that day. But still He found time amidst His sufferings to practice many virtues in a heroic degree. So for instance, we see His obedience while He is sweating blood in the garden, saying, Not my will, but thine be done. But we see His humility, He who the whole universe cannot contain, as He permits Himself to be bound with chains and dragged away, like a common criminal. We see His apostolic zeal for the salvation of souls, that while everybody outside is clamoring for Him to be put to death, His only interest is to save the soul of Pilate. Everyone who is of the truth heareth my voice. We see his forgiveness. We see his charity. We see his patience. This goes on. There was once a very great preacher who preached phenomenal sermons. And his superiors wanted to find out what books he used, how much he prepared, what he did to prepare the sermons that he prepared. So his superior called him in one day and said, Tomorrow I want you to preach at the 9 a.m. Mass. And then they let him go and, and they watched him. They observed him to see what books he used, how much time he spent in the library, and how much studies he did, and how he would prepare this sermon. And they watched him very carefully, and he spent the whole night awake, preparing for this sermon. But he spent the whole night kneeling at the foot of the cross. That's all he did. All night, kneeling at the foot of the cross. And then he got up and he preached an incredible sermon. And there are many lessons to learn at the foot of the cross. And if we meditate frequently on the passion of our Lord, we will certainly be on a very fast path to save our souls. <laughs>